hope you'll really like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Darwin's Family Crest. Um, God, this is over, right? God damn. Yeah. So I'm Derek. He's Jeremy. And uh, if this ends up on YouTube, he's actually um, his background is a Gojira album cover, not a a digital uh, smiling vagina. um, In case you're curious. Hell yeah. Either (laughs) or is fine. So I mean, cast dispersions on digital vaginas. No, no. If anything, uh, we welcome, we would like to see more. Amen. Amen. So what if is you, going on, man? Yeah, man. If you, I mean, if I had to sum, sum up the last, uh, I don't know, the last four months since we recorded, um, I would say, you know, um, probably complete and total life shift. Um, yeah. Just large scale large scale life shift um you know here's a fun fact the last time we recorded i actually had covid19 and Mm -hmm. for some reason because it didn't affect me we decided to take a four-month hiatus (laughs) (laughs) well quarantine affects everybody differently i would think we would probably agree we were yoloing i'm sorry (laughs) so you gotta go fucking hard right you only live once pretty much if we've learned anything from uh, uh, from Mitch, Suicide Silence, Suicide Silence yeah. that's right. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, again, it, I think every, I think the country's taken uh, more steps back while we have kind of moved forward, um, and that has created nothing but talking points. So uh, we have been um, social media farmers um, to the nth degree. So, uh, and guys, please don't read into that. Okay, that's <laughs> not. That's not There's a hot no hidden meeting. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's an right. integer. Just chill. So yeah, I, I mean, again, again, we're, we'll talk. we we'll talk about variables here. I guess let's 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 talk about. Um, I mean, you know, you know, COVID's no doubt, you know, hit, you know, hit your life. It's hit my life because of because of my my work, my employment. Um, I was unwilling to go back to a job that couldn't control the uh, uh, the the COVID spread. And uh, as you stayed there, you ended up with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and it, again, it spurred, uh, again, it spurred a, a, a job change for me, um, you know, a redirection to my field and that kind of thing. Um, and without getting into too many, you know, specificities and that kind of thing, I ran into it again in my job where I, um, you know, I, I was working with an individual that ended up with it, ended up in the hospital for 35 days with with it um and and uh you know and pneumonia um on the back end uh so you know we can't ignore how important it is just that you know that we are taking this time you know and taking this shit seriously because not everybody is and you know again we're still here at this at this point you know four months away or four like four months after you know, you were afflicted and we were afflicted still, you know, still preaching this same fucking rhetoric, man. So, oh, yeah, this is what we ended with the last time. And I'm not saying that as a uh, 
casting dispersions towards you. What I'm saying is these motherfuckers still haven't opened their eyes. It's somehow still some sort of big conspiracy against them, against their president. That's long gone. Which, by the way, can we take the motherfucking signs down now, please? Jesus Christ. Yeah, because it's making me a... Yeah. (laughs) The man's gone. Yes, absolutely. I mean... He stopped caring about you. He stopped caring about QAnon, which is a hoax, by the way. We all knew that, but except for the Q freaks, but, you know. Yeah. I, I, I'm fucking torpedoing in full Jeremy fashion right away. Hey, let's talk about fucking QAnon. No, let's not. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go, man. Let's go, man. But, uh, yeah, I'm still where I was. You look much happier now. I'm not blowing smoke either. You look so much happier than you were. That fucking last year there was really sucking the life out of you. And uh, I'm getting to that point. But we shall yeah. see. Well, I mean, I will say that I'm, you know, I'm I'm skipping less meals. Um, I, I'm getting less exercise. But, um, I mean, I, I will, my hair's growing in pretty okay. I mean, oh, like, yeah. I'm not... I'm not balding anymore. Um, I, I, I'm getting these like rogue streaks in my fucking beard. So like, I, I mean, I'm of I, gray. I, of Is gray. that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, I'm yeah, me up. too. <laughs> but fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, is that it's just like a lot of this shit's pretty simple. I mean, like for me, it's I, I mean, I spend every night in home, like at home in my bed, you know, for the most part. Um, hmm. I've had an opportunity to reconnect with my, like with my family. Um, I have a full life um, that doesn't have me rationalizing where, well, Oh, well, you know, I work three days and I have four straight off um, where I was trying to convince myself that the four days that I had off were actually um, making up for the vampire that I was uh, for the three that I worked. And, and that's a, that's a losing battle. Um, that I've come to terms with in a way. So oh, since day one, I've lost Tuesday every week. You every know, week, four days off. Tuesday, first day off of the week is fucking completely lost, or in a zombie-like fashion. So, yeah. And I will tell you, folks, that like I, I, if if there have been times that we have missed recording, and it's actually been um, on my end because I have been try, I have attempted to. Um, I've made other arrangements uh, that my partner's actually been able to to make it. And, uh, you know, my job's called me away, which, again, is fine, you know. But, again, it's it really is nice when shit falls into place. And, again, it's also nice for me on my end to have seven viable days to be able to record. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just it's super killer. I mean, like and I've, like, again, I've been able to address things around the house like like I mean, this is the first time we've actually been able to kind of do some like gardening and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I can't guess, even imagine. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's just a different it's been a it's been a culture shift. I mean, and a lot of it has, has had to do with the fact that we're kind of, you know, filling the loss because we lost like we lost the pillar of our four walls. Uh, my dude, my cat died um, three days before Christmas. Um yeah, a week after my birthday, my 40th birthday. I turned 40 in 2020, but literally who gives a fuck about that? Yeah. Um, 
you know, because 40 can suck a dick and 2020 can suck a dick, you know. Just like 39 the other day for me. It's like, I don't care about this birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's crazy because, like, I think about how, you know, like, I'm, you know, am I a different, am I in a different place from December? Yeah, absolutely. Like, 100%. For sure. But, but I'm I'm still busted. I'm a busted human being, man. I mean, I like I, I as I look down, I'm in my basement right now. I'm still looking at a clean litter box that I at, at, there are times that I expect to be used at points yeah. when I when I come downstairs um, by you, you know, by me. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I let one of the toilets break in the house just in case, ah. you know. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I. You just you don't you don't get used to seeing turds, not seeing turds in the uh, yeah. in the box. Yeah. So, um, but without you know, notwithstanding you know uh, you know again we create a little shrine, and I don't want to get too dark here, but I mean, there's a you know there's that's a void that I I mean again I, I there's a, there's re- re- like relatives in my life in my life that I've lost that I miss less than my cat, yeah, uh, you I know because. Yeah, he's my fucking dude, man. You know what I mean? It's you just don't lose you don't lose well, people in a place. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was thick and thin. Yeah, good uh-huh. people, motherfucker. So um but I mean again, I don't wanna stick I don't wanna stay on that, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I, I'd rather talk about um, you know, what's going on today. Um I talked to a guy that actually uh helped start a uh um a GoFundMe for Kim Potter. Um so uh I don't know for you know I I, I don't know if that's going to we're going to get too far into that, but I can I, we can set up a link if you want, if you want to donate to uh, teaching Kim Potter the difference between a taser and a, and a handgun. Um, we could we could, you know, we could include something <laughs> into the credits if I you want to know where that. the fuck you were going. <laughs> so oh, it's, man, it's not it's not much. It's only I, I think it's 30 bucks um, to, you know. <laughs> It's it's white distribution class, you know. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, a butcher teaches it, so it, it lets it lets you know. You know, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe that maybe that's that should be in the screening. Do you think that should be in the police screening that like like you're just like you you have no desire to hunt? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it should be because otherwise, like, there's no desire to pull a firearm on anyone, like on any human, if you have never at any point seen anything that lives and or moves yeah. as a target and or, yeah. you know, prey. I, I feel like there should probably be an, an, I don't know, this is a slippery slope, hot take, but I don't know, an IQ test or a fucking something i don't i i keep going back in my mind all this time later because they're sensationalizing the chauvin uh, or chauvin or whatever fucking case on tv and this motherfucker i would not be surprised if he walks and i mean i learned probably in preschool if you're fighting with somebody if you're on somebody whatever they say you can't breathe you get the fuck off them. If you're in a fight, you knock somebody to the ground. Don't kick them in the face when they're down. You know, you fucking stop. This idiot clearly didn't have the fucking brains to, or it was malice or whatever the fuck, but it doesn't matter. End result's the same, you know? 
Yeah, I don't want to go down that slippery slope of mispronouncing his 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 last name because yeah. <laughs> there's there's a you know that's that's sort of charted territory already uh, oh, yeah. from 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 friend uh, from fr- our, we're friends of their show. I would love if they were friends of our show. Maybe um, someday. Yeah. Maybe someday. Let's you know let's let's, let's pray. Um, yeah. But you know, I was thinking the other day that. Uh, um, you know, the whole thing with his trial is if this was getting like OJ kind of coverage from back in 94, uh-huh. uh, there would be capital style riots. Oh, yeah. Like three times a day. Oh, yeah. And, and it's and the worst thing that they, they did. They did the absolute worst thing that they could have done is they increased police presence and they instituted a curfew. So yeah. so what you've done is further suppressed, uh, you know, a, a very, very socially motivated and like verbally active group of people with a perceived inferior, let's say, defense type of like defense action. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I think these kinds of things, they keep coming up. And it, it's not that it's not that it's not that Minneapolis is a is a hot spot because it is, but it's not like yeah. you just don't see everything and you don't have to follow Sean King on on social media to like to, to to find this shit. It's he's he's just I mean, and again, because most people think Sean King's pretty, pretty problematic now because they're trying to trace family lineage and they're saying, well, this dude's not black. So why is he actually why does he give a shit about the movement so much? Why do you have to be black to give a shit about the fucking movement? Like, right. Like you can can you just not understand that it's pretty, it's pretty inhuman to like, you know, to have first instinct whenever um, somebody's grabbing for an air freshener to maybe not reach for something that has a trigger to it. To pierce the veil here. I think a lot of the wind went out of my brother's sails with my other podcast when we did, uh, entire episode on george floyd and we were being called racists and shit because of the color of our skin we Mm. were too but i mean we were very clearly saying that the police were wrong and floyd was he should still be here today you know Mm -hmm. but we're racists because we're white so immediately we're in league with the police it's like as long as anybody continues to have that racist mentality we're never going to get along Oh, 100%. And while I'm at it, I hate the fucking term reverse racism because it's all fucking racism, my dude. You know? It doesn't exist. Like, reverse no. racism doesn't exist. It's just like people think that reverse psychology uh, exists. There's no such thing as reverse psychology. No. It's it's just, like, what tends it's to be... It's all in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, and the thing is, is that I think what needs to happen... In this in this country, and this is something I'm very very close to, like and very near and dear. I think the I, like, you know how people are. There's there's this huge divide between like like there's a defund the police, and then like you, people know that that doesn't do shit, and then there's like okay, we need to reform the police, and like the like the you know the unhuddled masses they have no idea what that means. They think it means like let's take away, you know, their, you know, their fishing licenses and their pensions. Uh yeah. which which is just I, I mean, I, I think I think what what needs to happen is I think 
like every like in every police district, like in every single precinct across the the nation, they all need the men in black little like light light thing. <laughs> yes. And then Hell yeah. And then, and then they need someone with an IQ, with an IQ above 125 to explain what, like, what would be appropriate to do in different situations. It would be the equivalent of maybe about an eight-hour class. <laughs> and and you know, again, that's a school could, day, folks. That's fine. Yeah, one you could, day you knock it out and it's done. Yeah, I mean, there there would be people in Philadelphia that would talk like that. It's like, yeah, yo, I I got the bill for eight hours, and I was I was only I was in a class. No, they was they was telling me that like I mean this 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 shit all landed, you know, like like no, you don't pull your gun whenever somebody's reaching for a banana. That I didn't completely... know it was I didn't know it was no banana, yo. It looked like a fucking orange Glock. <laughs> Bananas aren't orange, sir. I don't even know. I just worked down at the dock. Well, and of and of course we would have to incorporate in that eight hour class. We would have to start weeding out. Uh, again, we'd have to. We would have to not tell people what hunting is. Yeah. Okay, is that fair? So, like, I mean, we would have to deal with a deer population. Yeah. Okay, but then, but then, wouldn't that be strange? Because then you would have like the the other end of the bell curve trying to figure out the deer population instead you know, of in our socialist utopia you could have the fucking law enforcement as one sect and then the hunters will be paid for keeping the deer population down but i mean that's our socialist utopia that's never going to happen because they fucked our man bernie again but man that just made my dick move thinking about a socialist utopia that actually includes hunters yeah I mean, yeah. it probably. I mean, that's that's what that's what Bernie was covering up whenever yeah. he was sitting in that fucking, he was sitting in that lawn chair with the blanket yeah. over him. <laughs> he was covering up the socialist utopia bo- boater that he had that oh, included hunters. We, oh man, we should have had like uh, when we knew we were going to record tonight, we should have made like a lightning round of just topics we've missed in the last four months. I'm glad we lost, you brought that up. Well, we lost DMX the other day, and it bums me out. And um, seriously, it, it, it bums me out. He was like one of my favorite 90s guys, like rappers and everything. And it, it all boils down to this fucking farcical war on drugs, where if we could have destigmatized the mental health issue that is addiction, we could have got him help. He was 50 years old. He had another fucking 20, 30 years, you know, like. The man was a fucking legend and he's dead from a mental health issue that I don't give a fuck who agrees with me. Addiction is a mental health issue that we could have fucking done something for the man, you know, Oh, across the board. I mean, because I, I, I see I see addiction and mental health issues in my field a lot more now prevalently these yeah. days. And, you know, I just I, I find that that it's it really is like you you think that that neglect only happens like at the lower levels but neglect happens way at the top because like like money don't mean dick you know what i mean aberrant behavior exists across all social platforms yeah you can't fix aberrant behavior unless you address it personally and 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 like if a, if if a human being has what is perceived to have the money the means the ability 
ability, the cognitive, like whatever it is, like, I mean, it, cause it doesn't matter. Like you have to, you have to reach this person to motivate them in order to, to, yeah. to do right for themselves. And, you know, if upstairs Earl Simmons is just still like, and again, I don't want this to throw off the levels, but <clears throat> like, yeah. if that's, if that's still going on upstairs, that's yeah. problematic. I mean, because that's going back to, I mean, that's going back to 22 year old X going to give it to you. You Fuck know, yeah. I mean, I, you know, again, I, like everybody in 2003 wanted to ride ATVs in the streets. Fucking and right. Of course they did. And I should want that. Uh, my favorite DMX song was always What's My Name. The fucking intro, like the crazy, like Phantom of the Opera sounding intro, just fucking next level. I swear to God, it's like dude was on some whole other shit. I remember my best friend at the time in like 98, 99, making me listen to the song with uh, Manson because I was like a huge Manson fan. And she's like, look, Manson thinks this of him. You should check it out. And I at that point, it's like, yep. He's down with Manson. I'm down with him, you know, because it's like, like you said, Earl Simmons, he was just straight up dude, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because I caught on to to, to DMX a lot later than everybody else, because if you would have asked me, like, in reflection again, my God, this episode, we are just right back on track. Like yeah. we get the we get the social issues and all of a sudden it turns into music media. So, yeah. but man. I mean. I mean, rock and roll. Uh, the whole my, my whole bit, uh, and again, my favorite DMX album is Grand Champ from 03. Yeah. Uh, just because of the flow of the album. Um, and it also has a lot to do with what I was listening to around that time because 03 was also D12. And oh, shit. Yeah, that was that. Was, that was that, Devil's that, Night? That was Devil's Night. Yeah, I was going to say that was Devil's Night year. Yeah. That was, that was Purple Pill era. Um, and then... And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, that was Obi Trice as well. That was oh, the, the the summer of Obi Trice. My yeah. God, yo! And then, and then again, if we're looking just at Grand Champ, I mean, that's it's uh, you know, you know, where the hood at, and then get on the floor at five. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's they're just they're just smashing fucking tracks. I mean, I mean, dude, they went to dude, they did twenty three tracks. He did twenty three tracks for that fucking album. Like, I mean, this this dude, I mean, and again, if you want to see commitment, um, I love the Chappelle show episode where where uh, like like Dave just gets on and like they give him one of those like those like mixer fucking machines and yeah. he just starts some shit and he just starts like acapella rapping to that. And he's like, no, yeah. no, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, you yeah. know, but and all of a sudden it's like, he's like, no, no, fuck that. I don't want to do that. But then, <laughs> but, then, but, but then he like again, 30 seconds later, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, arf, arf. come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I, 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 if somebody wants to do the work, if you go back through one of the episodes of DFC, I say about how to this day I do the come on thing to my kid constantly, fucking constantly. But I don't know, just to circle back around, I Please. said this. I well, I said this when Bennington died. I said this when Cornell died. I said it. Now with DMX, there's so many more we've lost to mental health issues. I mean, suicide and drug addiction are pretty much the same. I hate myself and I want to fucking not be me, you know? And as soon as we destigmatize this shit, the numbers will start dropping. But as long as it's so, quote unquote, like, 
like I said, stigmatized in fucking regular words. It's faggy to have a fucking brain problem, you know? You're being a fag right now. No, look, I've suffered with fucking depression all my life. It's a... As long as you get a support system, you can make your way through anything. But, I don't know, when your support system is drugs and shit, it's just not going to end well, typically, you know? Well, it's kind of frustrating, too, because I mean, we're talking about that sort of same, like, wild, um, like, period of time. Uh, I, I don't know if you, you you follow Bam Margera, but he's sort of spitting. Oh, he's a fucking mess. Yeah. He's spitting that way now, too. And he was wicked positive for, like, six, seven, eight, nine months, yeah. whenever he, cause he was, he was doing this whole bit. Again, he was a good follow on Instagram whenever he was, like, like, picture, like, like, showing, like, videos of his kid, like, you know, like, picking up skateboarding and shit, yeah. like. Yeah. Like, I mean, Phoenix is a real high point with him. But then, like, all of a sudden, you know, you start to see, like, this shit with, like, he's running into issues with, with uh, MTV, uh, you know, contracts and stuff like that. And calling out Jeff Tremaine and, and like, all the all the people that, you know, like, all the, all the, all the jackass boys. And then, like, he's hashtagging, uh, we're not done with two ends. And it's like it's it's like he's saying like okay well no I'm I'm not gonna end up what I, well, I mean again what is that saying like what's the transparency yeah. there like like I like I'm not gonna be the guy that drinks myself stupid and wraps a wraps a, 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 a you know a car around a pole at 90 miles an hour like yeah. like wh- like where is that like where is that going because his Instagram right now is probably one of the like top four or five toxic yeah. out there. Uh, like in terms of where he was in terms and, and where he is now, it's very, very unfortunate um, because he was progressing like as a father and as like as a, as an influential figure, like as a, as someone that, that again, he, he inspired again. If you look at Brandon Novak, Brandon yeah. Novak has turned his shit around completely. And, yeah. and like he, he lends a lot of that credit to Bam uh, because of the humiliating shit that he did to him on camera. Like he's got, there's file footage of him just being fucked up on heroin and just not being a, a person that contributes and it's busted in great. Well, look at Novak, look at fucking Steve-O, look at how many people that have like circle in the drain and brought themselves back. I, I, I don't know. I feel like Bam is a prime example of, he wasn't born into money, but he came into money way too young. And he's had this spoiled mentality. I mean, he made his bones by fucking with his parents, which, I mean, as long as you can compartmentalize that, you know, you could do that on camera and then not be that way outside of the camera. But he became so sensationalized that, I don't know, he fucked up his support system and he had the money to do whatever he wanted to do for as long as he did. He's, I hate to be fucking doomsayer, but Margera's going to be another one of the club eventually, you know? Gone too soon, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know what's I wild? Be- I uh, had my 13th wedding anniversary the other day on April 5th and I knew Cobain they found Cobain on the 5th but can't or not can't tell fuck Staley Lane Staley died on the same day as well April 5th was Cobain and Staley arguably my favorite two grunge era singers you know Cornell would be the only other one that isn't sectioned there but I uh 
fuck. I, I Cantrell doesn't get enough credit for Allison Chains' sound, man. Fucking A. Like Lane was unbelievable. Just out of this world good, but fucking Cantrell is still doing it and he doesn't get any credit for it, you know? Yeah, it does bum me out too because I kind of feel like there is that that candle burning for Lane Staley. And mm. and you know, again, you know, you listen to Jar of Flies or oh, you know and, and you can't like I mean and you know to a certain extent you know I think Jar of Flies has like some elements of like like the muddy banks of the Wishka to it mm-hmm. just because like it's it just it flies under the radar but really solid like across yeah. like across the board even though again we're not talking we're talking about dead and undead at that point yeah. but but Lane Staley again he was that like he was he was live fast die young you could tell that on oh, like for sure sort of sort of sort of from the jump like you know he reminded me of like oh man this is true dfc he reminded me of brian pillman a little bit right uh-huh. because because like you could tell that like brian more pillman than cobain out- more than yeah. cobain if you look at the unplugged performance of allison chains versus nirvana you would not have guessed that kurt would die years before lane Lane is bombed out of his fucking head for that unplugged thing. And it's like, you would have figured he would have been the first to go. Yeah. And I don't like to do this to people, but I, I will, I I will say I saw, um, I saw fuel, uh, live in 2001 Mm -hmm. and, and I saw Brett scallions, uh, from about four feet away. I was literally, I, I, I literally, I was in an auditorium and he was leaning over sweating on me dressed like edge. And I would have thought that like the way that he looked, the way he was sweating and, and the way that he performed at that point, because he was doing, um, my God, what was that? It was, uh, it was that, that, uh, that had, had a bad day. Um, like CD kind of that, that whole thing straight through and, uh, God Almighty. Anyways, uh, it's you. you but you, again, you can't churn out porcelain all the time either. You know what I mean? Oh, like hot take. I still think what was it? Sunburn is an amazing album. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I mean, but I that mean, had, they definitely fucking drank the pop sauce. But well, but yeah, but he was. I mean, he was wigged. That like, I mean, again, I was I was in Indiana, PA, uh, at, like legitimately at school that 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 day. Um, at least that's what the attendance says. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was there. I mean, I, you know, and I, I thought, I thought on that trend, I thought Brett Scallions would have been like, would have been dead, like dead by the end of like the, the, what would you would call the oct at that point, yeah. instead of calling the, you know, the, you know, the 20 teens at that point. Cause now we're in that entire other decade and I continue to date myself as I, as, as well, I was like most, of, most of them that you've seen through the years that die don't come as a surprise. Like Wyland, fuck you knew Scott Wyland was going to go that way, but then you have like a, like a Josie Scott from saliva and he's still breathing air and he's still fighting saliva to be back in the band and stuff. And it's like, guys, saliva is still a band what's up with that <laughs> you know yeah boy is that nauseating i mean like that yeah. just that that, yeah. that that just leaves unrest it's um it's it's sort of the the issue that i have uh again i i, I mean we circle the we circle the wagon like no other podcast at this point um, i mean that's our mo but <laughs> yeah but i mean like 
aren't we really burying the lead with asking Alexandria at this point and letting oh, uh fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. I don't like... even want to give him the time of day. <laughs> yeah. You're on notice, it... war snob. Why are you still alive? <laughs> I mean, I like I'm not look, I, I, I have I don't want to say that I have no respect for for um you know for people that are like only battling addiction on the social media aspect of things. Yeah. But he's only battling addiction on the social media aspect of things. And I will battle that with people that want to battle only battling addiction on the social aspect of things. Well, you would argue that that's the attention whores, you know, Mm. those are the ones that are just, if, if I'm reading what you're saying properly, um, you would say that the people that are well yeah I, that's what i figured but um the ones that are very vocal about it on social and shit are usually the ones that are just whoring for entertainment for attention you know and then you got the people that like not not to keep fucking bringing up chester bennington or chris cornell or fucking christ even cobain like how many of them that take their own lives that when it happens, it's like, I didn't even realize what they were going through, you know? But it's funny, when you find tooth comb, you bring out that microscope of hindsight and everything, and it's like, oh my god, everything Bennington sang about was depression, you know? Yeah. Everything Cornell and- sings. I mean, one of their biggest hits, Soundgarden's biggest hits, fell on uh, Black Days. It's like one of the most depressing songs ever, and I fucking love it. But like, you know... Who hasn't had a day like that? Yeah, and like I, I will happily um, entertain either the tragedy of Chester Bennington, or the hilarity from my end of of uh, Mike Shinoda's life. Yeah. Um, but again, I, the I, for me, I think I think the whole idea of the mental health aspect is too important to be able to. Like I, I don't know if I can continue that line for for Lincoln Park because yeah. if anybody has listened to the show, what do we know about my opinion of Lincoln Park? Not, so not not very high. On the, <laughs> not high, not yeah. high, not not high on the bit. Yeah. But but I do understand that that there may be you know like there's there was there was damage on that end and like and like yeah. there is a loss that's felt. So yeah. I, I and I I won't I won't ignore that. Um, one thing I do want to circle back around to because we were talking about like nostalgic points and that kind of thing. Um, I, I I've we've I've been unfortunately like subjected to terrible TV as a result of various aspects of quarantine um, through my job and through uh, through the actual pandemic and that kind of thing. So. I, I I have to ask you, I'll start you on this because I need to know. Have you ever seen an episode of 60 Days In? No. What is that? 60 Days In is basically um, they are they are civilians that willingly agree to uh, accept a charge that puts them into a prison that has noted, documented and problematic cases of either violence, um, uh, bullying, uh, some type of like high end issue. So we're talking, we're talking like Fulton County in in Atlanta. Um, we're talking about uh, 
like some some high end Arizona. Um, I thought you meant instance. Fulton County, PA, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you get, you get capital a, of the world. That's right. That's that. You get a much different demographic. You get people yeah. from like from like uh, you know again from from yeah, white I mean, you, Mike you, from the mile. That's right. the wire. I'm sorry. White there you Mike go. From the, the wire. Well, I mean, you get you get people from from Bensonhurst, or you get people from from uh from from uh fucking Port Royal, uh, yeah. or you get or you get people from from you know from Johnstown that are like, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know, or, or, or you get you get the fucking you get the people from King of Prussia. It's like all I was doing is was moving some patches. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. I was like I was using them. Yeah. I mean, I ain't no fucking back pussy. No, <laughs> but. But no, sixty days in is is an actual legitimate show. They did about five or six seasons. I think it was on A and E, um, and basically they 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 sell these people on the idea that they have this story, they catch this charge, and they have to sell the inmates on on why they're there, and like and that and that they can't they can't let their their story has to hold up for two months uh and that they're only going to be there for a short amount of time they can't they can't actually like let on that they i mean because you can't miss that there's you know video crew things of that nature like you can't miss those kinds of things but um you have people of varying degrees of competency that are being given the assignment of acting like a prisoner and and it is it is delectable how how inept human humans are at just like creating deception. Yeah, I mean, even it's something simple like like because everybody has done something that they have literally that could literally be considered a crime. If you've stolen a pack of bubble gum, yeah. you have committed a crime. But these people have a hard time saying, uh, well, you know, I, I let I let my uh, my warrant slip, you know. Like for, you know, for, you know, for, you know, for traffic tickets, you know, so they picked me up on this or that. Like they can't even you have a hard time like these people have a hard time commit like actually committing to like a cogent uh, story to be able to adhere to. So I thought about I thought about people that actually can commit. Right. Like a guy like a a guy like Morgan Morgan Spurlock can definitely commit to things. Right. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, cause I mean, like, like, cause I mean, if you don't, I mean, cause he did, he did that, what he did 30 days in too, like where he did, he not just uh supersized me where he ate fast food and shit, but he also did that show where he was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a minor for, uh, for a month, you know, like, th- are you really? aware of that show? Yeah, no. absolutely. Oh shit. So, I mean, we're, we're delving here. So, I mean, my, my bit here at this point is, is just because 2021 needs something that'll draw you in mm-hmm. and what draws you in more than being pregnant and eating yeah <laughs> right it's an upset nope not you can't check out yet you've got to stay with me <laughs> okay so this is morgan spurlock in his 30 days in sort of idea where he's or you know he's uh, he's committing to that bit you know yeah, let's say yeah. It's uh, it's somehow it's worse than McDonald's. OK, <laughs> I, so it's yeah, it's where all he eats for a month is afterbirth and period blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> he pitches the documentary called Uterize Me. <laughs> OK. 
but before I, because I, I, I've, I've got more, but I need to know, like, is uh, are any of our listeners are we are we at the GoFundMe point yet? Because, because <laughs> I, I, again, I, I just saw that we hit Kim Porter's. Uh, we're we're about thirty five dollars over Kim Porter's uh, difference between a taser and handgun status. <laughs> so we're gonna yeah. cut a check. We're gonna cut a check here at this point. Can it be one of the uh, big novelty ones? <laughs> Happy Gilmore style, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, right. My hands went translucent. <laughs> I, I, so, so did hers. Yeah. It's yeah. Odd coincidence. Uh, um, no. So, I mean, look, I, here's here's the whole thing is that, you know, uterize me. It's not for the it's not for the big networks. It's not. No. No, it's not. It's <laughs> no. not. It's a, I, like how do you, how do you subscribe, right? Yeah. It's you, you skip the big ner- big networks. You can't do syndication because ew. All right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but but you know you have to have streaming services, right? Yeah. Yeah. And live and live feeds. Okay. Okay. So please. <laughs> Like, don't look at me like that. You understand there's double entendre there, boys (laughs) and girls. Streaming services and live feeds. Yep. God in heaven. Okay. So, so again, (laughs) pitching Disney and Discovery Plus for its gender-fluid-driven programming. Right? Keep your gender fluid away from me, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you have to. You have to. And, you know, you have to, (laughs) you have to hone in on, on, uh, like you know, you have to you have to invest in Bob in body positive types of uh, types of streaming you know at this point. So yeah, yeah. That's I mean it's so you know and that's HIVB by the way home invested body positive. Okay, so so you know like and and that's and that's the new streaming service that DFC is pitching. It's HIV dash B. Yeah, um, and uh, we've been canceled already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, this is it, our launch trailer, and we're canceled. <laughs> and what happened? It's 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 okay that if we miss this one post, or if we can we can get rid of this post production, can't we? Right? Like oh yeah, we can get rid of anything. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, well, n- now that now that I've brought things up, um, you know, I, I I do want I do want to bring up certain things that that you enjoy and things that I enjoy. Okay. Um, and uh, but there are things that I struggle with in the in the same in the same ilk, um, because I think I probably brought up in the show before that I struggle with like pronouns and stuff like that. Um, how do you feel about Elliot Page continuing uh, their character on Stranger Things? Because I have a very, very strong draw uh, towards things. Was she, he on Stranger Things? I ain't trying to dead name her, but him. Elliot Page. Um, I may actually, my goodness. Um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. I'm sorry. Were you on that too? Huh? Were Me? you on? Yeah. Were you on Umbrella Academy? Watching it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Saying, man, was I on it? Well, look. Here's my take on this, and this may be fucking uh, stupid or whatever, but I'm saying this as woke as I can and everything. I think the thought. Of Elliot Page playing Ellie or Ellen Page's character on the Umbrella Academy is no different than her being an actor or actress 
she was playing a female for most of her life and now he knows better. So, I mean, Elliot ought to have a good idea how to play a female character if the character needs to be female, right? I mean, is that unwoke? Does that sound hateful in no. any way? Because that's not my intention at all. But no, it's it sounds. I, I've from what I understand that 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 particular role feels pretty fluid, anyways. And again, yeah. not not in the same way that I was discussing Morgan yeah. Morgan Spurlock earlier. Yeah. Uh, but stop I, mentioning I do... it in case you want to delete it. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, it. Uh, yeah, no, we're going to keep that in. This uh, is the fact check podcast. Now we fact check everything <laughs> and we delete. No, no, we roll with it. Commit to the bit, baby. We have to. Again, this is first and four. So yeah. Um, yeah. No, what I will say though is is I like I have there wasn't a role that I thought that anything was diminished. Um, by, you know, at, at, like at any point by changing, uh, God damn, what's the word? Like, I just, I, I, I can imagine, um, let's, let's go, okay, let's go back to, um, or let's go back to Inception. Okay. Cause it's my, it, it's, it's literally, it's, it's my favorite Elliot Page role. Okay. Uh, where Elliot Page plays Ariana, Ariadne. Uh, he uh, 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 plays a. Uh, they play the um the. Okay, here's the, an the... unwoke take. Am I allowed to not mention dead name if dead name is who played the role? I'm I, trying to be fucking woke in my life, but Ellen Page played that role. I I will agree with you on that, but I will also say that that if if you want to talk about someone that is that is is specifically just making mazes. Yeah. Um. They had they had Lucas Haas doing that role before, and the only reason I know who that is is because I'm a little bit of a like JGLophile, if you will. Yeah. I'm yeah. really into Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his acting style. So Lucas Hawk, Luke, Luke, Lucas Haas played the Pin and Brick, and yeah. he was fantastic at it. And he was less effective uh, as as a first uh, maze maker in in Inception. Yeah. Um, and I have I hold Inception as a as pretty high regard. So if it were if it were me, I wouldn't be necessarily affected even in the most um, let, let's let, let's let's say uh, like 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 gender like gender female driven aspects of that movie where he actually you know he has you know like they're sitting and they have they have what appears to be a heterosexual kiss in that video in that movie at that point and that kind of thing um i i don't know that i'm necessarily affected by by like the genders changing at that point because it was used as a distraction and i think from a christopher nolan standpoint i respect like his ability to be able to spin that the same way that gerard way could probably spin that like for anything that started maybe with that role and then kind of can kind of get to the umbrella Academy um, with any difference going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Gerard has his own uh, gender identity issues as well. I, I read that recently and his wife is a knockout, but I mean, it, it literally, yeah. Um, I don't know if you're, do you listen to mindless self-indulgence at all? She, Oh man, she's awesome. Oh Yeah. She she patented that uh, bass playing bend over backwards by Lindsay Way is just amazing. But uh, yeah, 
it's it's amazing sorry i had to go hetero there hard because it's like (laughs) oh yeah let's talk about let's let's talk about woke things and then it's like Lindsay way is gorgeous good god and it's fine like there is absolutely nothing wrong with that um you know after after listening to a recent uh, episode of Comtown, i actually had to had to look up uh peeba bryson's current current wife and my goodness i really? i oh because i heard them saying it i didn't look her up or anything yes indeed um yeah, I mean, I don't want to get back into I don't want to get into <laughs> the rest of the things that Nick was was diving into in yeah, terms yeah, of like, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> no, we're gonna take the moral high road here. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's way too much unpatented scientific uh, uh, investigation that we yeah. haven't we haven't delved uh, sufficiently into. Um, but I mean, let's let's um let's kind of get back to what this. Uh, uh, what we usually do here is we usually start talking about music around this time of the show. And uh, uh, I got to know, man, what are you listening to right now? Uh, new Gojira album coming out in two weeks. I've been listening to the hell out of it. Um, I, I've, Christ, nothing has changed with me as far as I'm a metalhead through and through. About six weeks ago, they started uh, putting out Gojira singles. There's like, four songs off of this new album fortitude which comes out at the end of the month and each one has been better than the last and it's so funny to watch the dichotomy of people saying they're not gojira anymore it's too accessible and this and that and then i just listen to it and hear mario de plantier playing fucking drum parts that just I mean, fucking ghost notes. If you don't know about ghost notes, go look them up. I mean, this motherfucker is on some whole other astral projecting level drumming, and people are saying they've gone to pop. It's fuck them, you know? I cannot wait. The second I saw that that album was on sale, I bought it, and it was only like $9.99 on iTunes. So it's like, yeah, I will gladly still pandemic or not i will still buy fucking artists i supports album at this point it's so funny too because we've discussed this before too but um i have apple music and spotify premium mm-hmm. which is ridiculous i'm paying 20 dollars a month at this point to not pirate music they you made it they made it easy for me to not pirate music so i don't and I will still support artists at this point. I think I'm paying penance for 15 to 20 years of piracy. But, I mean, you know, Gojira, pretty much. Uh, there's a band called Orbit Culture, which mm. sounds like the second coming of Gojira with a young James Hetfield singing the cleans. It's fucking insane. you got to check them out at some point. And, uh, I don't know, I've been really listening to the mitch catalog of suicide silence because i missed out i was way late to the party with suicide silence and um been listening to them a lot um what the hell is the name of the song there's a song called disengage i think recently heard it for the first time i'm looking up if that's actually the name of the song but um i must have listened to that song six times in a row on the way home from work first time i'd ever heard it it shuffled nice. to that, and yeah, it's on No Time to Bleed. It's the last song on it. It's called Disengage. It is so fucking hard, and you can just hear him 
screaming polyps into his vocal cords, you know, but YOLO, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I'm, I find myself retreating back into, um, you know, my old bullshit. Um, you know, before <clears throat> before COVID really hit hard, um, my wife and I were actually talking about going to see uh, Rage Against the Machine on the border tour oh, uh, yep. before, you know, before we, um, you know, before we shut down, like, as hard as we did. And it was before my appendectomy as well. So, um, you know, that uh, uh, losing, you know, lo- <laughs> losing a piece of me. Uh, what a crazy fucking month that was for you. It was, man. Christ. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't want anybody to like kind of cry for me or anything like that. But like I had maybe the most like 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 Rick, you know, Rick Grimes month of my life yeah. in in uh, um, in history, probably that like was February into March. Right. That yeah. you had the appendectomy and then like about the time you'd be coming back, COVID started locking shit down. It's like. Ah, uh, no. I'm yes. Good. So, yeah, the actual timeline, what it looks like is I was driving to work on uh, the night, the night of um, like we had literally just did the daylight savings time. So um, I like we got out I like I would be an hour early um, yeah. on Sunday and I came home and I had just the absolute most like I, I was cooking. Like I was, I I was burning up. I was doubled over in my bed. Like, like just with, with just, I was sweating, but I had, I was shivering. Like I, it just, I felt like I had the flu and that I had been doing uh, sit-ups for 12 hours straight. And yeah, I mean like, so, but I, I, I I slept through it somehow. Um, And then I was like, well, you know, again, I have no time to take, you know, and I don't have, you know, like I need to go to work. So I, I, I started driving to work I got the absolute craziest, uh, sh- most wild shooting pain, um, in my groin. And all I did was I, I, I swift, I, I switched my driving my right foot from, I, I was accelerating and like, I took the, my foot off the accelerator and just that movement from my knee went up to my thigh. It went literally up to my stomach and it took That's my breath why, away. You fucking wild man. You're just switching your legs all willy nilly and shit. I, I mean, I, 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 I found out only, I found out I would have been able to buy myself another probably 10 to 12 hours if I hadn't been sitting on my dick uh, yeah. while I was like, while I was driving to work. Um, and <laughs> my appendix wouldn't have burst until probably closer to when I woke up on Sunday or Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it turns out I, I, again, I, I ended up missing uh, Sunday uh, at work and I, I let them know I was like the way I feel. I probably won't be in on Monday either. And it turns yeah. out, you know, that um, uh, urgent care wouldn't treat me. And then I went to, I went to the, so I went to the emergency room and after sitting there for three hours and watching uh, various animated TV shows that um, uh, my my appendix was about nine hours from bursting. Jesus. Um, so, I mean, and again, I, I, for some reason, like my wife holds that in absolute cre- like incredible dignity that that like, you know, because the average I guess the average male kind of bitches whenever they have like the common cold or they need like a halls and like a, 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 yeah. a, bowl, of, a bowl of soup. You know, and, and, and me, I was going to work except for, I had like the worst groin pain of my life that took the, that took my breath away and my, my appendix was going to burst. So, but the actual date of that, so that we need to go back to was I was driving to work 
on March 8th and then March 9th um, at 530 in the morning, I was taken to the operating room and I had my appendix removed. Um, and then uh, things started to go to hell uh, while I was watching The Sopranos for the first time laid up in a in a basically in a recliner. Uh, um you know, uh, watching shit close down, watching sporting events stop, watching, yeah. you know, things kind of just kind of caving in. Um, and I wasn't cleared to go back to work until this the third week of April. Yeah, uh, fucking pound sand at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, with 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 no core strength left, um, you know, because I had, oh, I had let me tell you, I know a little bit about that right now. It sucks. But um yeah, I, I, I assume it's a pretty similar surgery. I had hernia repair surgery last week, and they told me um, immediate post-op, I was going to have to sit in recovery until I urinated on my own. And they said that standing up immediately post-surgery will be the hardest the first time, and it'll probably be the most painful, and goddamned if they weren't right. Um, cause by then the morphine was running off and everything. And it was just like, holy fuck. I thought I knew what a nine felt like, but it was probably about a nine. I assume a bullet would probably hurt worse, but, uh, it had to be about a nine right in your fucking groinal area. And, uh, not something I want to repeat too soon. A week later. I mean, I got it last Tuesday and I'm pretty normal at this point though. So thank God for that. Thank yeah, baby absolutely. Jesus and all the apostles and all that. And just and just so everyone knows, I I I've had a lot of love for my dude going through the surgery. Just just because again, it's a hard sell to kind of go through this. Whatever you're legitimately like, it's around your birthday. It's around your your oh your God. anniversary. Yeah, it was the day after my anniversary, the day before. Kaylee's birthday. My birthday's the day after hers. It was like, yeah, let's just get this fucking surgery this week right yeah because you are you're just you're just throwing a big ass bowl of a ball of like chicken wire on fire into yeah. the, the the biggest like the most important like you know let's say you know week of your life uh Growing on adjacent weeks yeah yeah day <laughs> in, we, year in and year out this like like I, I, again, having nothing to do with with the spina bifida you have been dealing with and yeah, at that yeah. point. Like, oh, like, my back feels fine lately. I think it yeah. was just mental redirection, but it's it's so funny because like I there are there are times that I I think about you because I don't I I don't you know we are obviously we do not work together anymore. So like I still think of you whenever you get up uh, from your from your chair uh, and you're just that SpongeBob. Uh, spina bifida kind of like just like bent over just like that <laughs> you know yeah. just eyes yeah. bulging I, yeah. I, I see that I see that very vividly and, and like I, I want better you know I wanted better for you for a long time and oh, I, I think this is this is a crazy and a, a incredibly it's... like a positive start to this yeah yeah I uh I think big things are on the horizon for DFC for Jeremy and Derek is solo human beings for our families for everything i mean derek is officially not to fucking toot his horn or anything he's fully immunized at this point i'm starting my cycle tomorrow and i think that's a big fucking step to getting back to normal seeing fucking concerts again absolutely I mean, 
people people want to bitch about getting back to normal get the fucking shot idiots come on like if they're just asking for your vaccine passport to get a fucking uh festival ticket go get your fucking shot what are you doing like yep that's that's exactly where like because again that's where life starts back up is is cooperation with the shot and I'll be the first to tell you that when I went th- when I got my second shot, it was like I went through uh, the side effects. I had all of them except for a cough. Honest to God, I had awesome. every I had every single one of them. And like in the, and, and you're listen, still here advocating it. Yeah, I'm still here advocating it. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a card carrying member of of Pfizer, Moderna, like, like yeah. let's let's get this done because like I I. I, I have a hard time. Uh, the the hardest time I have right now with people is I I can't stand when I know when I can like because I, I again I'm a room reader I can tell vibes and shit. Yeah. Uh, there are people that lie about having their their vaccine. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. and I'll be the first person to tell you the vaccine hasn't changed my behavior. I still wear masks everywhere I go. I still well, wear still masks in my job. It, but... Yeah, I, I I mean, on paper, I probably ought to be one of the guys that could probably just go lax, and I don't. I yeah. take this shit seriously because I the way the way that the vaccine hit me, it 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 put people worse on their ass. I mean, oh, yeah. because again, what are we talking about? Like, what are the numbers around 520, 520,000 yeah. dead from it, something like yeah. that? Um, so let's 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 be fair. If if I can but say that's all, that's all just a fucking hoax. So right. I mean, and uh, but but let's again, let's let, let's get in, let's get into some of that verbiage from 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 the QAnon people that that are talking about like you know these these what the the sewer babies um, that are being smuggled by Trump no. that are you know yeah. oh God in heaven I mean I swear to God if it were, <laughs> if 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 it were me I would have probably rather died of COVID than 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 believe what the QAnon people believe. Oh, honest man. to God, honest, honest to Christ. I mean, I mean QAnon is up there with fucking uh, Scientology is crazy shit anymore to me. Like, yeah. and, and fucking grasping at straws. At least L. Ron Hubbard had a fucking, he had his shit mapped out. Like, Scientology's more believable than the QAnon shit anymore. It's like, at least there's oh, a text, right? There's a fucking right. book. <laughs> Secret messages. I'm. This is for the video uh, patrons. <laughs> that was my fucking secret message. What the hell did he say? If you can I, decipher it by the next one, um, I don't I, know. I just pictured. I, I, I just pictured. Uh, you know, a a a a very youthful and re-energized Donald Trump. Um, using like the tenuous grasp of a pussy to 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 snatch to to snatch like unbaptized babies out of out, out, like out of the hands of of these liberals that are smuggling them down to the sewers and how is he going to get youthful again is he on Moloch Island fucking sacrificing children or what cuz uh, oh I... Epstein you're still not out of my fucking sights I'm sorry I was just gonna ask if if Ghislaine was one of his uh, was one of his pardons. Um, I don't know that for sure. I'm surprised she's not, but absolutely. I, I I'm really surprised. Oh, I I don't know much about this woman, but I I wish her well. Fuck you. 
I yeah. wish her well. Fuck. Talk about striking while the iron's hot, right? Christ, oh what was God. that? That was pre-election, and I'm now going off about it. It's like, he knows something about her. I mean, I just, I, I, I think it's so hilarious that that uh, you know, in 2016, you know, the move was to gum up Biden instead of instead of uh, you know, which which again, if he tried to do for the 2020 election, it would have just looked so, uh, you know, hey, let's run it back, like like they're trying to win a second Super Bowl or something like that, you know, like you know, yeah. let's let's this, you know, like hey hey, let's 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 go after Hunter again. All right, well, I mean, that's cute. That's a good move. I know we fall much closer to the libtard end of things, but uh, what is people's uh, big bitch about Joe Biden right now? Because Uh, all I hear is bitching, and it's the same bitching we heard the whole time we had that black boy as president. And it it just seems like the same fucking hatred being spewed for no reason, you know? Yeah, I I kind of okay. So what I'm hearing um, on my on my obviously biased stream because, again, I I, I would never admit it to you know, I but I am libtarded obviously. Um, yeah. You know I I've I've failed several um, you know you know war sharks uh, to prove otherwise. So <laughs> at this point, um, you're but, locked in here with me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's 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 crazy because I had no idea that they actually like access your YouTube to to, to decide whether or not you're libtarded, and I very much am because I have way too much Korean street food on my on my YouTube uh, feed. But yeah, that sounds good. It's it's a oh, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> you've got to get it on that. It's better than K-pop. I swear to Christ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, long story short, what I like here, here's here's my issue. Uh, or I'm sorry. Here's I, here's what I believe the conservative issue is with Joe Biden. First. Uh, all of a sudden, kids in cages has become a democratic problem. Oh, that's um, cool. yeah, because because apparently that started whenever Obama was in office, and and it was it, it was it was I, I I mean I I guess I guess maybe putting a fence up probably would have maybe cut how many kids in cages were actually the U.S.'s issue yeah. versus I guess Mexico's issue or you know. I don't I don't I don't know if there would have been like sort of a, you know, a tortilla transmission issue if we put a fence up or something like that. But um, the the other the other issue is I had no idea how many how many conservatives were really into MC Escher because I have never seen so many memes of Joe Biden falling up, down um, around negative stairs like like it's. It's Ooh, unbelievable. Man, let me go off for a second about Please. that. Do you remember like fucking 60 days prior when Trump did the exact same goddamn thing? He, he did yeah. the exact same. Fucking, they're old men. They're going to fall. And it was a gangplank in both ways. I think what uh, Trump's was like a gangplank and uh, Biden's was airline stairs. It was yes. airline stairs. It was the same gaff on both parts. And it's like, okay, I could do that what the fuck and and the hated side is attacking that like i didn't even fault trump for that but like they forget that trump did that like two months prior it's so funny to me 
It really is uh, because I, I I think the only the only true right gift that I or the only true right meme that I've laughed at recently is just having Joe Biden fall up and down a, an MC Escher fucking picture where yeah. it's just it's it, it's just the it's you know it's it's just series of steps and he's upside down and he's falling down you know head first and you know back first and that kind of thing and you know but he's still waving you know he's still making eye yeah. contact it's yeah. it's it's very good it really i mean it really is very good it's it's about the only like um t- tolerant gambit of 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 biden at this point because otherwise i feel like it's just kind of status quo and, he, and like he oh, probably yeah. he probably has had to make a lot of the concessions that that you know and kind of honor some of the shit that is that has been going on but i mean real talk i just like that i don't hear about i don't hear about it every day and, and oh i know i still get on my news cycles and stuff looking for i was no kidding 24 hour 12 hour fucking cycle i would look at headline news just to see if we bombed iran or fucking oh good kuwait is now coming at us with nukes or something like that because this motherfucker before was just like "Eh, i'm just gonna launch nukes because fuck it you know and fuck I, i we haven't had anything like that so they're just literally picking at the threads you know well, if it were me I, and and I were and, and I like let's let's just say, you know, I were to uh, nitpick um, the, the the current presidency because um, I won't. Uh, but but if, if I were to, I would say that um, as as it was in whatever the last time we had a Democratic president, um, the school shootings have 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 now all of a sudden hit another uptick because there have been, I believe, two just this week <sighs> in Tennessee. Really? And yeah. And, and so I, I think in the absence of absolute like dire corruption and like and like doubting science that that we need, we just we could just use a, a, just a, a real, real quick dose of children dying uh, to, to, to make to, to make sure that we're in uh, we're still in America and that liberals still don't know how to take care yeah. of uh, uh, take care of business at this point. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, because again, because apparently we're trying to litigate the Patriots at this point. Right. Is that was that what's going on right now? Yeah. Like oh, like yeah. you, you know, we, we're trying we're trying to get the Kyle Ritterhouses and the and the and the the, the Derek Chauvins and the uh, the Kim Potters. Like, we they need to stand trial because because they're you know their their hardline level of um, God, what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, racism. Um, oh, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just just it's not getting quenched by this country uh, with that you know with 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 that that white haired trip uh, you know stair tripper. Uh, I don't understand when fucking patriotism and racism became the same goddamn thing. It's about the same fucking thing anymore, and it's disgusting. But well, is it? Is it? Look, in reality, like when you when you couple those two things together, hasn't the Republican Party just become the Tea Party at this point? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, across like I mean again, again, and I I don't I don't know whenever like I'm not sure at what point you guys you know the DFC listeners switched over to. to Virgil, Texas, at the Chapo Trap House, but I mean, we welcome you here uh, to DFC. Oh, uh, hey, I like gays. <laughs> <laughs> no, go off. 
I need you to go off right now on Virgil, Texas, please. He's terrible. Oh my god. Uh, he's he's very much the worst. Yes, absolutely. Oh hey. Oh hey god. <laughs> We're at an hour and ten. We probably ought to wrap. Oh, That's, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I will say, um, you know, again, you, you, you were able to plug, it was orbital planet, right. Uh, that's, 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 that's hitting for you. Um, for me, um, again, culture, orbit culture, orbit culture. That's right. That's right. I apologize. Yes. I went on a fucking eight month spree there listening to like in flames exclusively. And with a band with 14 albums, it's pretty easy to have a back catalog to listen to. And I fucking deep dove into them. I, I still think people should check out In Flames. My wife wants to see them when the world opens back up. So, yeah, I'm right there too because I I, I fell into them like like not hard enough early and now too hard too late. Um, which um is probably going to be the the name of my uh my autobiography at some point. Holy um, sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but I, but but I, again, like I said, I I I was on this I was on this Rage Border tour back in the day, um, and now you know again they're trying to boot this thing up in 2022. Um, there's going to be some Maryland dates. There's going to be some Pittsburgh dates for Run the Jewels and for Rage Against the Machine. So, um, you know if if you you know if you guys want to just get into like sort of the idea of what that looks like on on stage. Uh, uh, Run the Jewels has a track called "Close Your Eyes and Count the Fuck." Yeah. Um, that that I, I mean, aside from the video just being absolutely, I the mean, it should be triggering art. for the average yeah. human. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. I mean, it, it's yeah. gorgeous in a different way. That skinned is gorgeous. Um, I was and, gonna say skinned. Just, it, it's very skinned esque in that it's just a visual fucking piece of art, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just just the uh, yeah the and abs- neither the of them are gorgeous in and of themselves. For the record, that's not what we mean. It's just like this is very clearly art that transcends the media, you know. But yeah, medium, and if uh, if anybody yeah if anybody has any has any curiosity as to whether or not uh, uh, Zach De La Roca can still drop bars, um, Jesus uh, <laughs> tune in. Yeah, yeah, tune into that. I mean, he will again. He'll again. It's, like you never it's, missed a beat. Never missed a beat at any point. I mean, because uh-huh. God, God, God help me if Tom Morello does any kind of like stand in uh, like guitar for for when Run the Jewels is opening oh that you like. Yeah. I, again, I've my 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 money's aside for this for this show already. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, guys, if you guys if you guys care about any kind of recommendation, this is one you got to see in 2022. You got to see Run the Jewels and Rage. Yeah, for sure. All right, brother. It's been a good show. It's a good return to form real quick. Like, um, we're going to try to do this a little more regularly again, I think. I mean, because his schedule's wide open. Mine's the same as it ever has been. It's uh, as long as you're listening. We want you to all fucking listen and go tell your friends, please, because... Every one of you matters to us, and every one of you helps the bottom line, which, as of right now, we haven't made a dollar on this show. We're doing this for the love of the game, but it would be awesome to be able to both of us fucking just quit our jobs over it. But uh, that's going to take a little bit of you, and uh, we'll we'll remember you in the end. 
we'll send yes. each one of you a dollar in the end if you make us rich. That's right. Let's let's get us out of the ether and get us into the uh, well, the ethos, if you will, I guess. The ethos. That was good. I appreciate that, man. That started started on a low note and ended a little higher than when we started. So Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I, you know what? And again, this has always been good. I love fucking connecting uh, with everybody. I like getting this uh, getting this word out, getting this uh, getting this product out. Because again, we're not doing this for for a dime for a drop. No. No. Um, uh, no. This is love. This is love of the game, and um, you know, again, we're gonna do this as long as you guys are listening. So, okay. um, and maybe even despite. So uh, let's let's get uh, let's get after this next week, and oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, again, as we say, quadrat demonstratum. And Amen. Um, thanks, Diff, not for me. We'll uh, we'll see you next week, boys and girls. Later. Cheers. Cheers.